That's the difference between entrepreneurship and a corporate job. Because a corporate job, they're gonna look at you and they're gonna look at what? A freaking piece of paper that says, I want to XYZ college, I worked at this corporation for five years, I kissed this much butt at this job, I kissed this much butt at this job, and I was better at kissing butt than this person at this job. Because that's all corporate America is, by the way. Believe me, I've been there. The person that runs the joint doesn't know how to run the joint, they just kiss the most butt of the people that are running the joint before him or her. But here's a level playing field. Podcasting from Wealthwave Studios in Atlanta, Georgia, this is Leadership Now, the official vision and strategy podcast of Wealthwave. I'm honored to be here with you all this afternoon. And, uh, you know, I, I give a shout out to our folks back home in Texas with New Era and Legacy. You're proud of them and all they've been doing. So because the hard work of them, I'm here today to talk to you about really growing a business and really what we've been able to do as a team and a family to change legacies. But one of the things I want to hit on today is something that's been really dear to my heart. I've been training a lot. I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm like the king of Zooms all of a sudden. And I thought, man, Zooms will be easy. I'll be at home. I'll be in my jammies and it won't be as hard. But I tell you what, those are more tiring than like back-to-back appointments at my office uh, or driving across town to Fort Worth for an hour and a half, right? I don't know if you've experienced that, but, but I love it. And I wouldn't trade it for the world because it's, it's shown me even more freedom in my life. But what started to reflect on me with all that's going on today in our country, and you, would you agree there's lots going on in our country right now? There's something coming up in November I keep hearing about time to time on, on Facebook and Instagram. I guess there's some kind of decision we have to make at some point about something, right? Y'all heard some of that stuff? And so those types of things just bombard us every day. And so I got to thinking about my life and my family, right? And then my community and my churches and the, my loved ones and, and our city and our mayor and our governor and our state and our country. And you know, I started thinking there needs to be a new revolution. So I, told, I went to our team. I said, hey, here's the next American revolution. It's coming right now. It's been happening for a few years already, but no one's really pointed out the fact that it's happening. And that's the financial revolution. You know, I don't know how much is going to be won fighting hand-to-hand combat. Everybody's got guns. Everybody's got stuff that they can kill each other with today. No one's going to win that battle. Would you agree with that? At the end of the day, that ends with bad news. But there's a battle that we can win against poverty, against mediocrity, against financial illiteracy. That is something that we could conquer. And, and I want to point back to this. I was looking this morning. The average American right now trades $20 for an hour of their life for $20. That's the average that they get paid per hour. If you make 40 grand a year, which is the average median household income or, or a person's income, 20 bucks. So if I went to someone right now and said, hey, here's 20 bucks. I got you for an hour. How'd that make you feel? Do you feel free? Would it say, hey, I'll pay you 25 That guy's paying you 20 but I'll pay you $25 for an hour of your life, and you do whatever I tell you to do for that hour. Does that sound cool? You know, what's interesting about that is we send our kids to school, whether it's virtual right now or actually in school, and we're telling them, hey, go to school, get a degree, get a job, and we're telling them that's the new American dream. I don't know if people coming here from other countries think that's the American dream, Let's go to work, go to, go to get a job, go work for someone for the next 40 years and die broke. That's probably not what they're being told why they're coming to this country. But for some reason, we've trained our own kids in our own country that that's what's supposed to happen. Work all this time, put all this effort in school, which they hate. I hate school. You hate that? I don't like school. I don't like math. But we force them to do it because you have to. Like, I don't know about you. Like, I'm, I'm stuck at home with kids during COVID. And they say, hey, dad, how do you do the square root of whatever? I'm like, Dude, I don't know. That was 30 years ago I figured that. I have no clue. I'm like, just pull out your calculator and figure it out. You know what I'm saying? But, but 
The, it's, it's like we have no clue on, on how to raise our children to understand the value in real things. You know, 120 years ago, everybody was self-employed in our country. No one worked for anybody else. They were farmers or blacksmiths or cat. They did what they wanted to do. They lived off the land, right? They created life for themselves. And then at some point, we started trading time for money. And all of a sudden, boom, that became the new American dream, just to get by, just to get to next month. During the pandemic, we saw people try and get to next week, didn't we? I mean, our government had to act quickly to get $1,200 in the pockets of people so they didn't go broke in a month. In one month, isn't that mind-boggling to you? And probably the richest country in the world that people struggle that much, not just a few. It was the majority of Americans had that same problem. They're one paycheck away from being broke. But we're teaching them still that that's good for them. Go to school, get a degree, get a job. I, I, I said, that's it. We got to revolutionize this whole thing. You, you in this room and those watching wherever you are around this country today had a dream at some point to do something that you wanted to do because you loved it. Do you remember what that was? There was something that you just loved to do, right? For me, it was golf. I loved golf, even though I suck. I still suck at golf, but I played all the time. I love the four hours outside. I love that I get to spend four hours with whoever I'm playing with. It might be new people, people I love, care about. I just get to spend that time with them. I just, it's something I love. But I wasn't very good at it, so I couldn't go make a living at it. But I knew I could go find something that would give me the freedom to go do what I loved. And so, you know, organizations have a record recruiting. And I call it recruiting because there's so many people out there in corporate America that are struggling because that's where I was when they found me. And I'm recruiting them, showing them a better option, a way to live their life right now. It's an American revolution. It's a revolution against what they've been taught all these years, which has been one big dadgum lie. And you know and I know, if you've been around this business long enough, most people, probably 90% of people, when they hit age 65, are dead, dead broke, or still working. They've got no plan to retire. And again, they were taught way back when, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I am, in case someone's watching, who controls public education in America? Government, right? Who's keeping wages down? Government. So, so how do you keep a population dependent on government? You keep them uneducated and broke. If we were all rich as Bill Gates, would we even care who the president was? No. If your bills were paid, think about this logically with me. Follow me. I don't, I don't know what you make at home or what you make right now. If all your bills were paid 100% every month for the rest of your life, you had time freedom to give back to whatever charity, church, organization you wanted to every day. You could spend time with your kids, not just in summer or spring break, but all year round, whenever you wanted to. What would that look like in your life? If that shift happened in our country, would we have as much frustrations that we have right now? It's pretty insane to think about. If everybody was, was satisfied financially, if everybody had freedom to do what they want when they wanted with who they wanted to, wouldn't it look different? 100% it would. But was that old model of going to school, getting a job, is that going to create that environment? No. Now, is everybody fit for the entrepreneur lifestyle? No. But everybody can refer to somebody. Everybody has friends. Everybody talks. And every single person needs to know the importance of financial independence, financial literacy. One of the things that we do here is we hit so heavily on understanding how money works. You probably heard that a jillion times today. If not, hopefully you do. Because the statistics are most people have zero clue about what it comes to money. When I bring up the word 401k, oh yeah, I've got one. Here's my envelopes. They're sealed, right? 
And, and I, all the time, people are like, oh, did you buy Tesla? You ever get that lately? I bought into Tesla, right? And, and that's awesome if you did, but most people, they don't have a clue. By the way, Tesla is somewhere around, what, $1,900 or something? Most people I hang out with is more than that today. You know, good for him. Good for that entrepreneur, right? Tear it up. But most people I know don't have $1,900 to go throw at one stock, let alone understand what it means to even invest in that thing. We're talking about budgeting. We're still talking about understanding what type of life insurance they own or if they even should own it. You know, how markets work, how compound interest works. It's, it's amazing to me. And so the, the, the American Revolution that has to start occurring right now, it's got to come from the grassroots. You know, I was raised by godly parents. They taught me there's a, there's, I have a heavenly father and a mother that love me. There's a savior that, that, that died to redeem from my sins. And from that standpoint, I was, I was born free. I was born in this world as a baby to experience life. Now, I don't know, most of us probably forgot the first time we tasted strawberries or ate ice cream or rolled down a hill on the grass, right? We forgot those things. But we probably loved it at the time. And all of a sudden, now that we're older, we stopped experiencing cool things. Why is that? Most of it comes down to this, doesn't it? You've got to have money to go do those things. I wish it didn't. You know, money's not good or bad. It's just freaking necessary. And so some of the greatest lessons you're ever going to teach are going to be within the walls of your own home. I firmly believe the lessons taught at the kitchen table or at the couch will affect more people generationally than anything taught in schools or that comes from Washington, D.C. It's got to come from a grassroots level where we spend the time with our children and our loved ones to teach them these concepts to grow and build as a nation. If we can start to, to change that understanding of those concepts, that, hey, I may save money for you, son, but you don't got to go to college. My son's 19. He just graduated this last year. And he hated school. I mean, hated school. He was severe ADHD. He, he's been an entertainer his entire life with magic and then DJing, and then he's in a rock band. And I saved money up, right? Financial guy, so take care of my children. And he turns 19, and he's got no prospects for any college, maybe community college if he wants to go, but he doesn't. But he's got a rock band. And they launched the album last week, and they've got like 5,000 subscribers already monthly listening to his music. It's like a Green Day Nirvana mix, if you're if you around back in the 90s. Yeah, rock on. And he's really, really good, which I don't know where that came from, because I have zero musical talent whatsoever. But I, my, thing, my hope for him is, tear it up in the music business, dude. You know, why would I force you to go to school? I know the outcome of that is not going to be good for you. So I send him to school. I force him to get a degree. He gets a business management degree. He gets a job at some executive corporation somewhere doing spreadsheets. Is he going to love that? He will die there. And who knows, one of the best rock bands of all time might have died there. So across all the cubicles in America right now, Millions upon millions of great businesses, great ideas, symphonies, paintings have all just died in that cubicle. You know, Martin Luther King said it years ago. Most guys die at 21. We just don't bury them until they're 72. That's, it's still happening right now, but we're still forcing the kids into that same process. So all I'm saying here is there's hope. Financially, independence can, can give you lots of things, and it's just proper planning. It's just understanding. When Tom showed those percentage rates at the bank, I hope that made you upset. When I, I, think I'm at, I think I'm at Wells Fargo, which is the 7,201, right? I was like, dang, I switched banks. I did it electronically. I just switched it over real quick. But what's crazy about that is just that one concept alone shows you how much 
our system cares about you and I. That bank gives us 7,200 years and they'll turn around and, and they'll charge someone else and make that money back in three years. Did you know the highest credit card in America right now is 79.9% interest rate? It's through an Indian reservation and the max of it is $500. But that will double on you before the end of the year. And that's legal. The system's not built to look out for you and I. I've had clients that were furloughed during COVID that, that their bank account was zero. And they overdrafted that account and guess what happened? $35 fee. Do you think that bank really cares about the American public? Heck, no. At the worst point of our nation's history in the last 15 years, they gouged us in 2008 with that same issue and they're gouging us again. So it's time for us to take the power back from the system. We can't do that with guns. They got bigger guns than us. But if we can educate people and we can teach them how money works and we can empower them to tell their friends how that is and now they can start saving. It might not happen in our generation, but in one or two or three generations, we can have millionaire families creating millionaire families across all backgrounds. I mean, look around this room right now. The sales force that Wealthwave has is one of the most diverse sales forces in all of corporate America. And the reason for that is because they're all independent contractors and they can do what they want. They can build where they want. They can, they, can, they can recruit and train who they want. So I can't look at you and I can't look in your heart and say, he's a champion or not, can I? Or I can't say, she's got what it takes to win here. All I can do is put a jersey on you, put you in the game and say, let's go play. And you've got to prove it. And that's the difference between entrepreneurship and a corporate job. Because a corporate job, they're going to look at you and they're going to look at what? A freaking piece of paper that says, I want to XYZ college. I worked at this corporation for five years. I kissed this much butt at this job. I kissed this much butt at this job. And I was better at kissing butt than this person at this job. Because that's all corporate America is, by the way. Believe me, I've been there. The person that runs the joint doesn't know how to run the joint. They just kiss the most butt of the people that are running the joint before him or her. But here's a level playing field. You know, money doesn't care where you come from, what color you are, what background you are, what education. It doesn't care. It will serve everybody equally if they know how to use it and put it in the right places at the right times. You can look across our, our United States, you know, the wealthy people in the country. There's people from all walks of life, all countries, all backgrounds. Someone taught them somewhere along the way how to handle their money and put it in the right places at the right times. Isn't that crazy? That just means most people aren't being taught those concepts. So the bottom line is this. The reason that we're growing bigger than better than ever before, even during one of the worst pandemics of all time, is because we're providing hope. We're breaking down a system. We're revolutionizing the way people think about life and money. And if we can do that consistently, we're going to win. Right now, there's only 300,000 licensed agents in the United States. 300,000 life and about a little over 300,000 securities reps. There's 3 million real estate agents in Texas alone. There's opportunity that exists in our world. And if you're not paying attention to it, you're going to miss out. Because this will be the next biggest industry to explode. Wealthway will be the biggest company in the industry to explode. And we're not bragging. It's because we're empowering people like you and I to lead the charge of this revolution. So if you're with us or you're watching at home, let's pick up the, the tools like the How Money Works book, the videos, our testimonies, our belief in this model in our country and each other. And let's go freaking change the world. If you're with me, I'm with me. Let's go do it, guys. We Thank you for tuning in to Leadership Now, Wealthwave's official podcast. If you like this episode and want to hear more, 
check out wealthwave.com slash podcast or Leadership Now on iTunes. Join us each week to grow as an entrepreneur and succeed as a leader in the financial business with Wealthwave.